Welcome, everyone, once again to another episode of the NOC, or as we like NOC. to call it, the, the knock. Knock. Matt yeah. Damon said knock. Do we have a sound bite for that, Rick? Or not nope? yet. Not yet. We're working on it. Working on it. It's it's in post editing. Yeah. So yes, the uh, nerd out <laughs> cast. We may not want to do the deep breathing too much. Wow. Yes. Everybody, especially. Yeah. 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 So here we are once again, everyone. Uh, let's see. You'll probably be downloading this on March 13th. Immediately. Should. 2017, hopefully. It should be immediately downloading to your yeah. device. Oh, yeah. So uh, how's everybody uh, been this weekend? What you Great. What's been up to? Great. Pretty good. Wonderful. Watched another movie this weekend. Yeah, what, we watched what, the what movie. Did we watch? Yeah, we watched everyone. the movie without you, Shannon. What, what did everybody uh, see? Kong, Skull Island. Yeah, Kong. I watched. It's a good I movie. Good things. I it's a good, good movie. Not the greatest, but it was Actually, pretty good. Stevie's wife liked it. Yes. Really? My wife went. I begged her, kind of forced her to go with me. Forced her. And she left actually th- saying it was a really good movie. See, maybe that should be a new segment. Yeah. It'll be like Heather's yeah. opinions yeah. on Heather's movie. opinions. Because they're <laughs> totally different than our opinions. She, let me tell you this. She's not mad at me that I forced her to go. Huh. It's a good movie. Go. So. Well, um, okay. Just uh, let's keep it real general. No spoilers or anything. I mean... Um, what really stood out to you guys? I mean, what what do you think this movie the did? The special well effects on it were amazing. Fantastic! Like yeah. the special effects of Kong were absolutely awesome. And when you saw the mm. budget, they spent tons of dough on it, and you see why. Really? They didn't. They they did not skimp on the mm-hmm. ape. What was what was the budget on this thing? Like 185 million. That's a wow. lot. You guys see the budget on uh, Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Three hundred zillion. Three hundred million dollars. <laughs> Can you believe that? Anyway, was it sorry. really? Yeah. Wow. Oh I mean, that's with the it, marketing and everything. I mean, everything. they'll get that bag. Oh, yeah, they will. It's like one of the top-selling family movies of all time right now, like, like pre, pre-sales. pre Yeah, they probably will just in, like, stuffed. Yeah. It's a little controversy with that movie right now. Yeah, with yeah, the we, we not, yeah we'll stay away from that, that one. Yeah, we're, well, back, back to Kong. Yeah, back to Kong. Back to Kong. Here's what I like about that movie. Kong was, uh, he wasn't, like, invincible, like, before. He was actually, you know, you saw him. Shannon, why? Why? You need to go see the movie so I can talk about it. Well, it's not. No, you don't want to spoil it for everybody out there listening either. I mean, but he he does get hurt, you know, and he's mm-hmm, bleeding yeah. and stuff like that. It was, he's not pretty, bulletproof. No. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I loved it. Hmm. Well, we just started and we're already and well. Gosh, I'll say it this way. I won't say how, but I loved. I love the time period in which it's based in. I thought it was yeah. really neat. Yeah. And then the connections with Godzilla from a couple of years ago is great. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah, I thought they they connected everything. Because it's well. no secret that they're restarting the monster giant monster universe, yeah. so that can lead your imagination to a bunch yeah. of places. We won't say all those things, but it's gonna be more Mothra. And I like the explanation. Yeah, I did too. That they introduced in yeah. in this one. Yeah, and we'll say what that is. <laughs> So Shannon it, can look for it when he watches it. It was good. Uh, yeah. And it's less than two hours, and it's yeah. fast. Like, once it starts, doesn't let it up. doesn't stop. No. Hmm. I like him more than Peter Jackson's Kong, like the the way the actual ape looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I do too, actually. Looks pretty sweet. Yeah. And when the hand was open, do you see the fingerprints? The, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was crazy, man. It was good. It was really good. Yeah. Rick, you just have a thing for eight movies, I think. I just like movies, man. I'm a dude. <laughs> okay. All right. This is a dude film, a but dude. the women will like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. There yeah. we go. 
Um, so if you haven't seen it, go see it and uh, give us your opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see it someday. Absolutely. And uh, give you my opinion. All right. Um, let's see. So uh, I guess we should probably go around the table and uh, yeah. uh, shout out who's actually here today. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we kind do of, that every week. You yeah. know that, right? Uh, Scalf, the Ginger Ninja. Yeah. The Rev, Steve. Rig Trashman. Trashman. Taking yeah. out the trash. That's right. Taking out the trash. Taking Shout out, out to the trash. blue collars. Taking out the trash. Taking out the, taking taking out the trash. trash. Oh, I was going to beatbox there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered I don't know how. Uh, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, then Shannon the Tech. So, how's everybody doing? Hope to, you're having Great. a good good weekend. Uh, thanks for tuning in. All yeah, right. we watched Conk. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> 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 we this weekend, guys. Yeah. <laughs> So let's go ahead and we've done the intros. Um, thank goodness we didn't have any uh, no deaths, no, no, uh, no. fallen icons yeah. this week. Oh. Thank goodness. So in two bags, I know you're all cl- <laughs> yeah. clamoring for the intro to yeah. that segment, but you have to wait. So so was I. I'm always kind of shocked to hear. Not shocked. I'm impressed whenever yeah. you know the our, intro. Uh, that yeah. Our scalp guy. What? You should really be called the tech because you're the one that yeah. does all this editing and by the way scalp does pretty much uh 99.9 of everything on this uh, web <laughs> yeah, podcast uh, the rest of us just Not show really. up um so anyway yeah we'll just uh go ahead and move right in uh, uh do we have a, a cue for oh, this gosh. Yep. oh gosh for what? For certified uh, fresh news yeah that rick Oh, perfect. Wow. Send that to me, okay? Send that to me. Man. That is going to be official. That's why I couldn't figure out. We are working on our segment transition, so there's our first one popping in there. I got one for the main event, also. All right. Nice. uh, I can't wait. (laughs) So, uh,. We got uh, some certified fresh news, guys. Anybody? Yeah. Any? Rick? I got some f- super fresh. How fresh is it, super Rick? Super fresh. February-ish. Okay. That, that's, yeah. No, no, check this out. Okay. You're going to love this. We're, we're checking. A lady in Monroe, Connecticut. Wow. Was charged and arrested. And she is due back in court later this month for letting her 10-year-old son drive her car on a public road. Okay. So you're saying, well, what does that have to do with nerdiness and technology, right? You're yeah. right. Uh, she streamed that on Facebook Live. <laughs> really? Yeah. What a bonehead. Wow. Wow. Yeah, she Things is that the you bonehead. shouldn't do on Facebook Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a connection to our podcast. And, uh, no, wow. but anyways. Man. I just, I thought it was. That's fresh. What, is I that mean, the only one you got? No, man. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, I got questions. Uh. Was he like going to school? Was he doing something? Shannon, important? you know I barely read the article. <laughs> I know. I want to know more. Just, was he, just to get, I could see some things that would make this actually legit. Was he driving his? Was his grandpa actually a Ricky? Heart just saw the headline and made all the rest up. Pretty much. <laughs> you saw Facebook Live and yeah, then just yeah. The Facebook Live. Mother, ten year old. Oh, he must have been driving. Okay. So casting call. This is my next news. Casting okay. calls for Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. What? Live action, Aladdin. Guy Ritchie's doing that one? Oh, yeah. Wait, Disney's Aladdin? That's right, sir. Uh, starts filming okay. this summer in the UK. 
So Man. check out the casting call. That one's going to uh, be tough. Characters are Middle Eastern between 18 and 25. Mm, that's racist. So look at a white person. <laughs> <laughs> Must be able. This is my favorite one. Must be able to sing and dance. Actually, so, a lot of people are calling for the Slumdog Millionaire um, actor to play Aladdin. So. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Hmm. That's profiling. Really? Well, <laughs> I well, I mean, those are, you like my news today? Insert a funny um, comment there. Your, uh, <laughs> like your news, news is okay. Did you get a new phone or a new case? <laughs> See, here I'm now by myself uh, uh, talking to myself. That's, that's chaos there. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's favorite <laughs> quote. Oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. You're making this impossible to edit. Yeah. You know that, right? <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, I love coming here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why sleep? Wait, what What was your last one you just did? That casting was from call? Jurassic Park. Yeah, I was, I was talking about the new segment. The casting uh, call for Aladdin. For Aladdin. Guy okay. Rich is Aladdin. So how are you going to... Who is going to play... Do the genie. The genie. Not I Robin hope. Williams. Probably well, not. Here's what I hope. Williams. I hope that they do... Uh, motion capture for Robin Williams. I say Chris Tucker. And that would be funny. But they use his dialogue from the animated movie, or use uh, outtakes that were never used. After Tarkin, we can do anything. True. Hmm. I don't. I know, but I don't think. I just say. You go I don't think totally that Robin different. Williams. I don't think his. Maybe you should just leave it alone. And I mean, I. Let somebody else. I mean, you're never gonna reply. You, you can't. No. Can't Adam Sandler. Uh, oh my word! He'll use that voice. Oh, I'm the genie. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. You know what voice I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I can't stand that voice. No offense. Yeah, he's not. I'm just yeah. not a huge fan. And he doesn't have that quick, that quick wit. That I mean, I mean, I mean, you say Chris Tucker, but honestly. In his heyday, Chris Tucker was pretty. I mean, he had that. Yeah, he's funny. Like, I, yeah, I'm. I'm thinking Chris Tucker from Fifth Element. Yes, absolutely. Genie. <laughs> Ruby Red. <Ray. Yeah. laughs> that kind of. Yeah. Manic. Thing. I mean, he would. would work. He could get really high. Yeah. And like scream a lot, which was always funny. Um. Yeah. Genie of the lamp. <laughs> right there. Uh, that was Scalp a Scalp wants a, a shot at that <laughs> no. role. Hmm. That's okay. some big shoes yeah. to fill. Ricky, guy more? No, let's see. And we didn't even talk about Guy Ritchie doing it. Yeah, no. That would, yeah, that's, that's exciting. I like him a lot. Oh, I love Guy Ritchie. <laughs> but. Aladdin's going to be. Guy Ritchie and Aladdin, I don't know. <laughs> He's going to have two 45s in his hand. I, well. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So this is probably going to be a family film, so. Yeah. That's going to be a stretch for So. Me. Pineapples. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Um, anybody want to go next? Okay. I'll I'll go ahead and uh, throw this one in there. I kind of, or or I have two. I'll give this one first because I think uh, another one might elicit some response from at least one person at this table. No, oh, great. <laughs> but last week we saw the first pictures released of Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Saw the picture of. Jeff Goldblum as a Grandmaster, mm-hmm. going in the, you know. I didn't see that. Down. Oh, yeah. He looks you cool. need to see it. I didn't see Goldblum. You okay. need to look it up real quick. I'm looking so, it up. They've been talking about they've been talking a lot about the tone of this one because, you know, Watiti, 
very, you know, comical director, has great uh, 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 a sense of humor. The fear being Thor's going to be a comedy and not an action movie. He's come back and say, wait, that's not true. But in talking about kind of the tone that he's based this off of, get this, okay? In, in an interview with EW, with Entertainment Weekly, Watiti is quick to say that's that's not just a comedy movie. Incites John Carpenter's beloved 1986 cult classic, Big Trouble in Little China, as the movie that the film is possibly the closest in terms of flavor. Here's his quote. It's not really a comedy. There are some really great moments we're going to have in the film. Knowing that it was Bruce Banner and Thor on kind of a road trip journey that lends itself to a tone because those guys are both really funny. I was like, you got to exploit Chris's comic abilities. Chris Hemsworth, that's what... That's well, I mean, yeah. just look at Ghostbusters. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China was one of those films where Jack Burton is a, is a buffoon, but he's lovable, and you're with him the entire way. I thought Thor has got to be that one you want to be with in every scene. So that's throwing out Big Trouble in Little China, which is one of my faves, saying he... Based in tonality and and flavor from that man, that, th- this could be a very different Thor movie if it's anywhere close to. It's gonna be hard getting used trouble. to the short hair. Yeah, which if you heard the explanation about that, I did. It makes sense. Really? I'm not gonna share it because it's a spoiler. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So you got it pulled up? No, I it? I never could find it. I have very cool cool picture. Just do Jeff Goldblum yeah. uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok. I did, and this is I've Jeff Goldblum Grandmaster. Really cool stuff. Um, yeah, so that's that's one. I'll throw that out there. Uh, uh, Thor, Big Trouble, and Little China. That equates to It's Got My Money. <laughs> um, the other one here comes from South by Southwest footage shown from the movie Alien Covenant. Uh-oh. Okay, I gotta pay attention on this. Yeah, one. they showed fif- <laughs> they showed fifteen minutes of footage. This was in Shannon's top top five and scalp. Yeah, and scalp. So that's why I'm throwing this out there. If you, um, we're not advocating that everybody listening should go watch the Alien films. Okay, just just spoiler warnings because some of us have watched it. Yes. Um, here we go. Okay. The Verge published a description of a scene shown. One that not only ties back heavily to Prometheus, but basically explains much of the origins of the final xenomorph a creature we see in the original Alien franchise. So here's an excerpt from their description. Instead of me regurgitating it, I'm just going to read it. Um, this comes from Dark Horizons. Michael Fassbender's android David, definitely the same character, uh, is the same character from Prometheus. Okay. That's cool. Called David by name walks Billy Crudup's character uh, through Did we his put a spoiler alert on the Spoiler, turn off now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> maybe I shouldn't go on. Well, I now I got to know now. Okay, you got to know. I okay. got to know. So here we go. Michael Fast, Avengers Android David, that's his name. If you've seen Pro- Prometheus, you know why that's important. Uh, walks another character through his personal workshop of biological t- terrors. He shows off different mutations of the creature, explaining that he has been trying to understand the aliens that were discovered in Prometheus, going so far as to genetically engineer new versions of them, a process that's been waiting for one 
final puzzle piece to complete. And that's when David takes that character into a small chamber filled with four eggs that look identical to the ones seen in the original Alien movie. The final uh, puzzle piece, David says, is a mother or a waiting host. And Crudup's character is lined up for the honor. So it goes on and says, The dots are easy to connect. The alien, as audiences saw in 1979, wasn't the result of evolution or natural selection. Instead, it, it was the result of David the android intentionally breeding the most dangerous, lethal creature possible. What? What? Now, is this is this just a rumor? Well, this is uh, this is. Uh, let me see here. The Verge, I guess, I saw this at the South by Southwest, the Austin, uh, Texas film thing. So they showed 15 minutes there. Uh, this is if accurate. So there's a chance. But it's from footage shown. So yeah. the scene essentially explains some major things if you've ever watched the original uh, uh, franchise. Yeah. But very, very interesting. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that piece of information. I could see it going that way. I mean, it, yeah. it makes sense. Those androids are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. They're always making trouble. A rule, a rule in the Alien franchise is if you're on a ship with an android, mm-hmm. you probably should get off the nearest stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They they never yeah, I mean Bishop from the, uh, yep two and three, yeah so not four. Pretty interesting. I thought Shannon would 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 enjoy that one. I just I still have high hopes. I hope it just doesn't turn into a big gore fest. You know I want there to be story. I want you know aesthetically the movie looks great. Yeah, and that's why I love Prometheus so much. Not not so much for everything else, but I mean just. You know, I I don't know. I think Ridley Scott has this way of telling sci-fi films. The, he tells a great story and shows, um, you know, great visuals along with it. Are we doing randomness uh, later? Sure. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, because then I th- I'll hold one mind un- until yeah. later. Because I think the main event's gonna go by real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we need to try to at least get sixty minutes tonight. All right. Cool. Is uh, are you done, Rev? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. All right. I'll hold my last one. All right. You guys ready for me? Go, Ginger. All right. So, the first one I have, and this is another spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Turn it off right now. Yep. Or skip ahead. Skip ahead. Star Wars. The Last Jedi footage was shown to Disney shareholders. Oh, yeah. Ah. Did you hear about this, right? Oh, yeah, I did. I read about this. All right, so Disney shareholders were treated to some top secret footage Wednesday. What a treat. New footage from Star Wars The Last Jedi was shown with LA Times reporter Daniel Miller sharing details on Twitter. The footage shows Luke asking Rey who she is as she hands him his long-lost lightsaber. Other characters who appear include Chewbacca, General Leia Organa, and Finn. This is technically the second bit of footage shown from The Last Jedi after a February 2016 production announcement video picked up after the last scene of The Force Awakens. Here's more from Miller. We just saw more Star Wars The Last Jedi footage. In it, Luke asks Rey, who are you? Then we see her deftly handle a lightsaber. Also making appearances in the last Jedi footage, Chewbacca, General Leia, Organa, and Finn. This is all tweeted by Daniel Miller. One last thing on the last Jedi footage, we saw all sorts of settings, mountains, oceans, forests, deserts. Looks suitably epic, exotic. And then 
Let me see if this is the last tweet. No, he's got one more. More on the last Jedi clip. We saw a shot of an X-Wing wobbling midair under attack inside a giant ship. Looked like a wounded bird. What? That's what he, it that's what like he tweeted. What? Repeat what you just said. My mind was in some, some it, other place. Meaning he wasn't listening to you. More on the Last Jedi clip. We saw a shot of an X-Wing wobbling midair under attack inside a giant ship. Oh, okay. Looked like a wounded yeah, bird. Yeah, yeah. The ship looked like a wounded bird. No, the X-Wing. Oh. They, he was. It was fighting inside of a giant ship. Oh, okay. Oh. And it was wobbling. It looked well, like that, a that makes bird. sense then. Um, more on the Last they Jedi clip. P- since they people would. are asking, General Leia Organa was on screen for just a second in military garb and didn't speak. So, hmm. who are you? Wow. His first three words spoken in who over 30 are years. That, can I just be honest? It's kind of a letdown. <laughs> first three words. No way, man. What were you expecting? It's like, like, shouldn't he know? Is that what you're saying? It's like he's mad that she, what? You just, what you doing in my house? You my meditation? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> what, Rick, what were you hoping for? Something like, say what? No, I'm, I'm good with it. Because he's Luke, so he... No, actually, who are I was just you? kidding, but... Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Get off my place I discovered. Let's I go to the Tashi Station away. and pick up some power converters. Yes. What, what, did we talk about the fact that... Um, Nobody was supposed somebody to was, here. Get off my yard. <laughs> they were either jokingly talking about it, but they were saying how Mark Hamill has a legitimate shot at earning some sort of... Oscar. Like, Oscar... That's what I've heard. Performance. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. I've heard his, uh, his performance is amazing. J.J. I mean, Abrams said that. Was it J.J.? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. J.J., because we're on first term. Yeah. You know, first yeah. That's basis. what he told me. Um, What's going on, Jay? Yeah, J.J. Hey, call us, that. Jay. Because, you know, I mean, let's, let's face it. I mean, Who Mark Hamill is definitely a voice actor these <laughs> days. Like but that would be so funny. Who are you? Who are you? You weren't supposed to find me. I threw away the map. What are we maybe, talking about? Maybe he used That's how to, Luke always sounded in, in oh. the original trilogy. <laughs> Why yeah. you stop? Uh, I'm Did going you bring to Tashi Station? Milk? Did you bring any power converters? I want some blue milk. Hey, what if he uses the Joker voice? <laughs> Even better. <laughs> yeah. If he goes back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? And it goes to... Go ahead, do, do the Joker voice. I can't, I can't do that one. <laughs> that's, a, that's one that nobody can do but no. Mark Hamill. <laughs> All right, uh, another one. This is some video game news. Middle Earth Shadow of War. If you played um, Middle Middle Earth, um, Shadows, why is that? Yeah, All it the was time. really good. All the time. Um, I haven't played it. Building on the success of Shadow of Mordor, developer Monolith Productions is doubling down on orc mastery and manipulation in the sequel. So dynamically designs. So this game, the new one, Shadow of War, dynamically designs entire armies bent on your demise. Hmm. So, I use the word bent in my main event later. Just so you know. Wow. Look for it. <laughs> so okay. More than just doing right by J.R.R. Tolkien's tomes, developer Monolith Productions' open-world take on the Lord of the Rings, Miller's Shadow of Mordor, Became the surprise hit of 2014. It was a really good game. The game's crown jewel was its proprietary nemesis system, a groundbreaking feature that generated unique boss feature characters and boss. used your encounters with them to create personalized relationships and storylines throughout the game. So, like, if you um, took on one orc and you 
were about to beat about to kill him, but you let him go, then he was either going to come back with more vengeance on you mm. or was going to help you. So mm. there were different ways that these bosses could come at you. Um <laughs> <laughs> this can mean bending a low-level lieutenant to your will and having them do your bidding, or watching a thin-skinned baddie you'd bullied at the start of the game rise to power and come after you several hours into the campaign. For the recently revealed sequel, Middle-Earth Shadow of War, Monolith plans to evolve and expand the Nemesis system beyond one-on-one -on -one enemy encounters, where Nemesis System 1.0 was, according to Monolith, about making every player have unique personal enemies and unique stories that could create with those enemies. He said the new version will apply that same idea to the entire game world. He said, quote, We want to take that idea of unique personal content and expand not just to the enemies but to the world itself. So the game picks up right after Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Um, so definitely check it out. Uh, Will you be playing this game? I will. It's it was the first one was a lot of fun. So um, check Sounds out fun. the trailer and uh, take a look at it. Definitely. So and play the first one if you have anything it involving Middle Earth is appealing. Um, it has a different take, and you actually get to spend time in Mordor. So you see Mordor differently than. You did in the movies. Give me the Shire. Yeah, can we just um, go to the Shire? I yeah. would love to go to the Shire. Just the and Shire. And let me see if this is my last. I don't want to take that journey. Yeah, this is my last one. <laughs> Give me the I Shire. Just for those of you who have a PS4, the new update 4.50 is out, um, and what that does is gives uh, one of the big wins was it gives the PS4 Pro boost mode. Um, it also That's my favorite kind of mode. <laughs> Instead of anti-boost, yeah. Another big, <laughs> always slows Another down. big yeah. uh, feature was it added external um, HD uh, <laughs> external hard drive support. So, oh, uh, great! You can plug in an external hard drive and save your games to that. Bam! Man, download your games to that. Rick flicks. Can, will I be able to uh, save movies to that and then access yeah. the movies through the hard drive? Absolutely. Because that's something that the PS4 struggles with. No, it doesn't. Well, once you just you have to put video on it. You I have know. To title it video, which is silly. Why can't I just plug a USB into it yeah. and, and watch it? Or just title the files video. It's like extra steps. It should just know. The PS3 did. I guess. I'd even have to. I just had to get the the flash drive close to the PS3, and it knew it was on it. It's great. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much. Those are the two biggest features for the PS4 new update. So great. cool. All right. Good. I like it. And then I've got one more for randomness later. All right. Hey, I'm just uh, reading right here that uh, it looks like uh, Kong. Just took, in? Just in. Took just the, in. Took the weekend, guys. It beat Wolverine. Or Logan, sorry. Um, what? Are you serious? It looks like Kong wrapped up with $61 million, yeah. which was actually more than what they were hoping About for. About $16 million more than what they thought it was going to make. Yep. 45 oh to 50 is what yep. they were hoping Gosh. for. So um, that's a pretty strong opening weekend for them. That was um, one of my randomness. <laughs> so let me scratch it off. <laughs> <laughs> See, we, we don't really check notes with one another. We just come in here. So th this happens. Spontaneity. Yeah. Sorry, Rick. Now let me get to my CFN. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. 
So you already had another set. I just saw it here. I just read what I saw, so sorry. Um, hey, how about this, guys? How would you like to have a a streaming service that concentrates solely on British TV? I would sign up today. Now, most of us here are fans of today. BBC I am. shows. Rick, you're you're waiting. I yeah. Speaking of that, I'm it's a like huge you're ready to pounce on something. Of Planet Earth, which is on BBC. <laughs> have I said that before? Yes. You might have mentioned it. It might have made three podcasts in a row. Really? Now, yeah. do you know who makes the music for Planet Earth 2? Hans Zimmer. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Oh, now you're going to watch <laughs> it? <laughs> well. Sign <No. laughs> I might just download his music. <laughs> that's all I've been waiting for all this time. <laughs> so is was it really Hans Zimmer? Yeah. Okay. Um, I like him. Okay, here's a catch to this uh, streaming service that they call the Brit Box. Um, It's in euros. What if I really called the Brit Box? (laughs) It's in euros (laughs) or pounds. Pounds. I would say pounds because they're uh, you know Brexit. Not yet. Brexit. Not yet. It's not fully there yet. Okay. They're fine. Um, (laughs) This uh, Brit Box streaming service. Does not include such shows as any of the Sherlock's, any of the good ones, any of the Downton Abbey's, any of the Doctor Who's, any of the Top Gears, or another British. uh, (laughs) Yes, it basically doesn't come with anything that we would consider like some of the faves. So it's kind of like going out and buying a Lamborghini, yeah, with a twelve-cylinder engine and finding out that you're only allowed to lose like four cylinders of it, or it's just now the what you do get. You do get uh, all their British soap operas like uh, well. East Enders, uh, Emmerdale, uh, Holby City, and Casualties. We what about all Broad love those. Church? Uh, doesn't say anything about Broadchurch. It Line says of duty. It does include original versions of The Office, which is kind of already on Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Maple, that's a classic. Uh, Gavin and Stacy. It's on Netflix or Hulu. One, one or the other. Another one called A Bit of Fry and Laura. What about... That's on Hulu. Um, Black Adder, yes. Hulu. And Red Dwarf. Hulu. Uh, what about Absolutely Fabulous? Hulu. See, all this stuff is already available. I mean, the stuff that you can't... I don't know. This is just ridiculous. What so, about the show with Edger Selva in it? Hulu. Luther. Oh, Luther? Yeah. Netflix. That that's Netflix. Hulu. Yeah. Netflix and Hulu. Um... Here's yeah. the thing, though. You can buy, you can get a a uh, subscription to Acorn t- TV and actually get Heard a bunch that, yeah. of things that you actually like, want to see. Like they have brand new stuff that we did that for hmm. a a little bit. and They have great stuff on there. Acorn. Yeah. Okay. I saw that on. That's the That's more, Club. yeah, British TV stuff. Is that a? Is that what is it like a? I mean, this right here, they're wanting six ninety nine a month for this it's, subscription. Yeah, it's about the same thing. Come, something like that. I guess um, if you're like really into British TV and it's only yeah, like six ninety nine a soaps, month, I mean, I, no doubt it's not a bad price. No. But you're not out a whole lot of money. No. no, and there's probably some good stuff there that we're not aware of. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, they have tons of shows. There's, there's stuff that I'm waiting on to hit hit American TV. But. No, I tell you right now, since you know the the Amazon or uh, yeah, since I've become got the streaming Amazon, I've got every Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Like ever ever made and and I'm really enjoying that except the old ones. Um, don't really watch them much anyway. Um, that's it for the uh, Bitbox mm. or Britbox. Sorry. Um, 
Have you guys, do you know anything about this little, um, the Nintendo Switch lick test? <laughs> I don't. That was a snake over there. <laughs> I think Jacob was in the middle of saying something. Jacob no, just announced that he's in Slytherin. Yeah. Um, maybe that was his filter kicking in. <laughs> anyway, in an attempt, it was the um, the the switch. You know, they didn't go with a DVD style disc, or uh, they they still had the little cartridges, little bitty, yeah, almost about did. the size of like a, a stamp. Mm-hmm. So, in an attempt to keep kids from putting these things in their mouth, even <laughs> animals putting them in their mouth, chewing on it. They have uh, coated it with a bittering agent. It is basically known as one of the most disgusting chemicals known to man. It's a, uh, I can't even pronounce it. Um, is this something that we should be doing so we can put it on? Denatonium benzoate. It already is. There is an epidemic. Uh, Google it anytime you want. Thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people have now done this. Because as soon as they read it, do not taste it. It's got this souring agent. They taste it. Everybody's done it. It is all over the <laughs> internet now. Everything from like little kids trying it, not little kids, like two year olds, but I mean like just like twelve year olds. Newborn I mean, baby. Yeah. Or it's like they just passy. And supposedly, if you watch the videos, it is an extremely abrasive. I mean, they'll just tap it to their tongue and sit there and wait a second. Next thing you know, they're like spitting and hacking, and they said it's very bad. So I we think gotta me and Steve get one ta- of these. Tackle that. I, I think we could. That thing'd be fun. Everybody's done it. So in this attempt, everybody's doing everybody's it. So doing we should. It. So we should. Uh, I'm game. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how. In fact, I put my foot down. I will not do it because everybody else is doing it. Uh, yeah, I won't do it. Um, so, but I mean, it's kind of counter uh, counterproductive what Nintendo has attempted to do. Um, yeah. Hey, we're gonna put this on here so no one puts this in their mouth, and now everybody is putting yeah. it in their mouth. We're gonna put some on here because we knew before you probably wouldn't think about putting this. <laughs> oh in your no, mouth. never. But now. Since you say don't taste, I'm going to taste it. That's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's forward thinking. Oh, man. Um, forward thinking. And then I, I do have Seats another taken. Did you say for dogs? Seats like dogs taken. Don't eat it? <laughs> yeah, it's supposedly the right. like, animals don't like the taste. The seats taken. <laughs> I say that in a public bathroom at Walmart all the time. Seats taken. The seats taken. <laughs> what do they can't say? can't sit here. <laughs> No, but I'm talking about like the dog. Like, my dog gets his own poop. So yeah. what? What's uh, worse than that? What's the little character is gonna do to my dog? They'll devour that. In thing fact, so this, fast. that's an enzyme that comes from your dog's waste. Yes, they put it on there. You can't sit here. Okay, so we. <laughs> okay, we got a couple things. We need to get. We need to get a little cartridge yeah. from the switch. We, we don't want to buy a game from it. We just want to. Yeah, Skyler, if you're out there listening, we know you have a Nintendo Switch. Did so he get let's, one? I don't know. Probably. So let us Probably. borrow your disc, yep. not your disc, cartridge. Let us your cartridge taste it on the air. Yeah, and Rick's gonna bring his dog over, and yep. we're gonna see what his dog. We're gonna taste that it. as well. Shrimp and potatoes. And <laughs> <taste> <laughs> one's worse. <laughs> <laughs> Little barbecue Just sauce. Kidding. Shrimp. Um, Kids don't try that at home. Okay, I've got, I got something serious here. Uh oh. Uh oh. Third one. This is this for everybody. Uh, Flip the switch. The DC universe has done something that the MCU can only dream of. Ruin every movie. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait for it. Okay. <laughs> that had nothing to do. That's not, Rick was just waiting on that one. That's I just not wanted the, to, That's I not the wanted, sound bite I was waiting for. Uh, but I, 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 I wanted to use it. Okay, you guys know the answer to this. What has the DC universe done that the MCU can only dream of? Ruin every movie. 
besides that. Oh. They won an Oscar. Oh, that's, that's true. Right. So, yeah. Suicide Squad has now an Academy Award for Best Hair and Makeup, and it's currently ranked 26% on Rotten Tomato. It has a laundry list of, regardless of what we think about it, I know we've, we've probably seen it, most of us here at this table have seen it more than once, and where we can all agree that it really was kind of a letdown, none of us really hated it. We can take, we, no. We're really good at taking stuff away, like the silver lining. We can look at you know glass half full type thing. That's kind of how we are. So we look at the positive things, but... In the industry, Suicide Squad is looked at as a failure, even though financially it made money. It did. Um, number one, once this uh, movie actually won an Academy Award, there was a flood on the internet of things um, titled, Suicide Squad has one more Oscars than. And um, everybody was doing this. So here it goes. The title is, Suicide Squad has one more Oscars than. Number one, Singing in the Rain, Taxi Driver, and The Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Suicide man. Squad has more... Uh, has more Oscars than Gary Oldman or William Defoe. Uh, Suicide Squad has more Oscars than The Color Purple. Suicide Squad has more Oscars than the entire Marvel Universe put together. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. When you think of some of the greatest movies like in cinema that have not received any accolations like this. Is that a word, accolations? Sure, well, for now. Um, I hear it pronounced. We'll get it. So... Here's the question I'm asking. Should a movie be eligible for an Academy Award in a category if this movie is bad? Wait before we answer. Hold on. What is the answer? <laughs> I would say it's dependent on, of course, what it's nominated for. Because there could be bad movies that have great cinematography. True. Or costumes. Right. Usually it's you know movies who that aren't considered the best that get like a effects a CGI award or you know something. Sure. Right, but at the end of the day, is the movie the movie pays for the Oscar technically? They campaign for it, and have you not read up on that? No. Yeah, they do like a campaign and they throw parties. They look at my That's movie. Yeah, I have a hard hours. time imagining there's not a movie. I mean, surely there's a movie out there that was more critically acclaimed that did a better job at what costuming or hair, makeup? hair and makeup. Hair I, make, yeah, I makeup mean, come and on. Design. Yeah, best. I mean, hair and it makeup. went up against a man called Ove. Maybe and they should Star have nominated. Trek Beyond. Star Trek Beyond had some good stuff. I in did. There. I th I think Star Trek Beyond probably should. Plus, yeah, good makeup. It was like eighty some percent on Rotten Tomatoes as mm -hmm. well. And see. And, and there's the question. I never really thought about this. To me, if it's like, well, if a movie does really, it say it's got, it has great special effects, it should win something for it. But what if a movie only strived for that? What if it basically came out only wanting to win an Oscar for special effects? So it, it has a hundred and ten dollar budget. It spends a hundred million dollars on a budget and spends ten million dollars on everything else. To where it's just, it's a big steaming pile of poo. But it has the best <laughs> special effects you'll ever see. So it wins an Oscar. Does that is it does it warrant that? I mean, that's – or should at least strive to be a decent movie, and then kind of part two of that would be, okay, now you're eligible to win this this you know, this you know award for that. Um, Do you think it might go to that? I don't I, – I, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence on this. I mean, it's almost like, well, where's, where do you draw that line in the sand? Where do you say this movie – okay, this movie is good enough to actually be considered for an Academy Award? Or yeah, because it would have to have some sort of threshold – you would think so. Yeah. To be 
able to, you know, like they wouldn't do a rotten uh, tomatoes thing, but you know, it needs some right. sort of. You have to reach this fifty percent or sixty on on something, be, yeah. yeah. And and obviously money has nothing to do with that because there's all kinds of movies that make absolutely no money that win tons that, of Oscars. Yeah, usually it's the ones nobody never actually heard sees of. them. But yeah. I really don't think there was anything special about the hair and makeup design for that movie. I can't no. think of it. I mean, I mean, he was the Joker. What about the Croc? Some... The Croc was probably the one that. Did... Yeah, but there's probably 15 aliens in Star Trek. Yeah, that had that. Oh, uh, one being Idris Elba's. Mm-hmm. You know, a main character that changed throughout the end, you know. Yeah. That was good. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. And mm. even the, the main girl, her the makeup for her oh, was pretty cool, cool too. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's yeah. um, No one's got an answer for that, and obviously we don't either. It's just, you know, it's something to think about. I just wish I knew what the Academy was thinking, which none of us will I think also the thinking. one statistic that, the WB is not sharing as they I think they have the most Razzie awards <laughs> compared yeah. to Marvel I, as well I would believe that I would believe yeah that. okay yeah okay um, so anyway yep there we go I'm done with that That's good stuff hey and I also have down here the uh, Luke Skywalker's first words were uh, who are you but we've already covered that who are oh, you oh I'm sorry man <laughs> I feel yeah, bad so I, I feel, feel I feel. That's why I post that stuff on the Google yeah, but, Drive, so but that I, I kind of like don't get duplicates. I, I like, yeah, no, but I like the uh, yeah. surprising one. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of good. Um, so anyway, I think um, I think we're I think we're done with the uh, CFN. Moving on. So what's hey, next? Where's your notes? Put oh. your notes back out there, cause I need to see them too in case <laughs> my phone. Hang on, lost my notes. Dies. There we go. Okay. Did we get through all yours? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, we're sticking a fork in that one, and yep. uh, we're moving on to um, a little bit. Wait, do we have a? Uh, this is lethargic phonics. Yes. Do we? I don't know. Ask oh, him. No. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Lothargic phonics. Did you say Lothar? I did. Oh, that was what I, I, I said lethargic. Oh, lethargic. 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 So do you have a Lothar, the defender of the universe? What? <laughs> Are you moving your ears? Do you have one? <laughs> do we have one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm ready to hear it. Well, let, let's get to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's my favorite. I'm ready now, to hear This that. one I had to. Uh, That's my favorite segment from. Well, on. this one we had to dig into the archives. Normally, I just say we're going to go to the week pre- previous. Couldn't there wasn't find, anything funny last I week. I couldn't really find anything. Wow. Um, so I actually went back a couple episodes, and um, you guys, when I first started playing around with this, I actually sent a small clip of this to you guys, so you've already heard some of this. But it does go back to a little bit of a rant that one of us at this table, hmm. I won't use his real name, but we call him the Rev, where he really went off on a certain topic <laughs> that Scalf brought up uh, to do with uh, a, a little undersea continent. So... Um, <laughs> We're gonna listen to this. It's uh, one I think of my this finest one, hours. This one's a little bit. Um, well, that was uh, last week's uh, lethargic phonics didn't have a whole lot of the rev in it. I noticed um, he kind of kept one quiet, line. except one line at the beginning, and then he went silent. So I, I tried to. You can hear me it wheezing. Was. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all we get. Well, we got the best part from Rick. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because Shannon really thought I was going to calculate all that. <laughs> so I just go, yeah, I sure. Did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I thought you had uh-huh. that. I just see the, little, the numbers. Oh, in yeah. Your head. Um, so I'll just warn you. I think we did peak last week with this one, but yeah. um, this one nonetheless is is, is okay. So uh, And this is a, a little bit longer than last week, so just uh, I th- hopefully I've got it edited in the right areas. So here we go. Uh, lethargic Phonics. So, one characteristic that a continent does not have to have is dry land. Yes. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. So, six percent dry land. Yes. Still has dry land. Six percent of it is is dry land. And the rest of it is sea. That's great. It'll never happen again. And relive that. Oh, man. Just when you think you're safe. Yeah. You <laughs> the lethargic phonics comes out. It'll, it'll find the you. The lethargic. Wow. It'll find you. Oh, um, man. Woo. All right. So, um, Wowzer. That's let's, uh, let's move on. And uh, we're going to slide right into the main event this week. Uh, Scalp, what are we talking about? Rick. I can't turn it off. <laughs> my, screen, my screen went off. I couldn't shut it off. 
Does that mean we're going to get sued by two properties? No, it wasn't long enough. They got to listen to us. and WWF. They got to listen to <laughs> they us. They got to know to we, we exist. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> uh, wow. Uh, so, Shannon? Yes. You challenged us. I did. To create our own superhero with <laughs> their own backstory. I remember this. And powers. Yes. So that's what we're doing for the main that's, event. That's what we're Bam. doing. Just like that. And, and I, I think only two of us succeeded. I, I I tried, but I couldn't come up with anything. I think that we should let me start. Yeah, go for it. Because yeah. um, original I, superheroes. I dug into this <coughs> thinking this was going to be a piece of cake. This was hard. <laughs> I failed. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard. Every time I would start going down a road, it'd be like, uh-oh. And I would realize, I just, that's somebody, okay, that guy already exists. Or um, I was just trying to come up with something original. And honestly, I just, you know, you kind of got to throw that to the wind and just kind of come up with what you want. Um, so I came up with a, uh, a little superhero guy by the name of Charzan the Sensible. <laughs> and um, hang on, hang on. Oh, that's a winner <laughs> right off the bat. So Right off the bat. Charzan the what? Charzan the sensible. His ability is to become keenly aware instantaneously. And, and he can command animals to do his will. Not because Charzan. the animals respect his sensibility, but mostly because he wears them down. Now his sidekick, his sidekick is Clark, a uh, small black Dosh Hound that helps him fight crime. What people don't know is that Dosh Hounds are natural burrowers, oh my goodness, making him good at flushing out evildoers from the shadows. Um, And his long, sleek body also makes him easy to carry. His alter ego, this would be the name that he goes by through the day, I just called him Fred Savage because I figured no one would really question him on anything thinking that he's already got a famous guy's name. Be like, hey, aren't you named after the one actor? And he'd be able to have a pretty good alibi, and and, and no one would even question him about being <laughs> Charzan the Sensible. Uh, his day job, I gave him a barber because I figured, what better place to hear the stuff, yeah. you know, the yeah. on the streets, than uh, just being a barber. That's sensible. Yeah. And his nemesis. That's where this ends. <laughs> I uh, I give up. This was hard, guys. I, that, that's really all you hard. got. That's all I got. I would. I tried to come up with a backstory. I tried to come up with a, a villain, and I was just. I was so. I was beating myself up so much. Mm. Um, I did not think this was going to be as difficult as it was. So anyway, um, I w- I, I want to hear more from yes. Charzan the Sensible. <laughs> well, maybe I can build on it, but yeah, build on really. It. Next um, week, let's hear some more about Charzan. Yeah, episode two. It should have its own segment. What would Charzan say? <laughs> the continuing adventures of Charzan, the sensible. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there we go. Let's uh, now I open the floodgates. Let's, okay. Let's see what some real guys can do with this. I think it was a good start. Here we go. All right. Mine's not very long. I mean, it's kind of long, but not very long. So, mine is Dark Matter Man. He hails from the Andromeda Galaxy in the Buckalux system. What? What's this? <laughs> the Buckalux system. Okay. And he's from the planet Kerflunkle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He can travel to anywhere in the universe instantly because of his connection with dark matter. He cannot breathe in space, though. So he just holds his breath the whole time? Nope. 
he uses dark matter to create his suit and to create his breathing apparatus and stuff. Hmm. So he was a scientist on the planet Kerflunkel. He was making minor adjustments to an antimatter suit. It caused power overload in his lab, killing him, and there was a reaction with dark matter at the specific moment. And with his, there was a, well, dark matter, but let me go back. So he, it caused a power overload in his lab, killing him, and then there was a reaction with dark matter at that specific moment with his body, and he became infused with dark matter. He can use dark matter to form various weapons, like the dark matter saber. Wait, is he still dead? No, he's, he's alive now. Oh, okay. Because of the dark matter. His suit is made out of dark matter. To breathe in space, he creates a breathing apparatus out of dark matter. And he is most powerful when fighting in space, but not as much on planets. Hmm. Why? Because of the dark matter. There's more dark matter in space than on planets. Oh, okay. So he can't harness the dark matter. He can bring, he can like, he can bring it with him. They believe that there's like, on Earth, for instance, they believe there are um, strands of dark matter in the atmosphere. And so he can bring them to himself. Hmm. So. Does wow. he use dark energy to control this dark matter? No, no dark is energy. Is his costume just dark. dark matter? Yes. Okay. But Does dark matter a can't have a color, though. Exactly. It doesn't interact with light. Exactly. Oh, mind blown. Mm-hmm. Bam! What, wow. What was the name of the planet again? The planet was Kerflunkel in the Buckalux system what? of the Andromeda Galaxy. What's that start with? What? Kerflunkel. K. Oh, okay. Kerflunkel. I was thinking maybe the K was silent. It be Erflunkel. <laughs> nope. You pronounce the K? Yeah, you okay. pronounce the K. Wow. That's All right. pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Oh. We might hear more from Dark Matter Man and the planet of Kerflunkel sometime soon. Maybe him Great. and um, Charzan can team up. <clears throat> Sounds good to me. Talk yeah. to some dolphins That's or sensible. something. Okay. <clears throat> Rick, you still have time. Come up with one. I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> I was I was thinking about a guy that make instant pancakes, and uh, and then I went blank. Pancake man. I'm telling you, like instant pancakes. I think we could like, write you that. You don't right have now. to mix it yourself or anything. <laughs> Sidekick. Like, like like he he could just call him Flapjack. Yeah. He thinks of pancakes and they happen. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Oh, wait. Uncle Jemima. Uncle <laughs> Jemima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I went blank, and then I'm like, you know what? Have the other three guys do it. And then he can shoot. He can shoot syrup yeah. out of his hands. Yeah, yeah. Because I hate this. mixing pancake and seeing the little balls in the bowl. They oh, gotta yeah, be yeah, all yeah. disintegrated. Because if not, he can make a perfect uh, pancake every he time. He can make an instant perfect pancake. That's it's cured by revolution. Gluten free. Yeah, basically yeah. he can cure human hunger. Yeah, pretty much. See, yes. you did good. Yeah. Way to go, Rick. Yeah, man, that's good. Man, that was awesome. <laughs> Okay, well, it can it can only get better from here. <laughs> I worked on one. I found it also difficult until I was able to. You have to hit like an idea. Yep, that's what I did with. And then Dark I sat Matter there Man. for everything. Man, what in the world am I going to do? Worried that I was going to have nothing. So then I came up with this. Um, my superhero is called the Meraki. Uh, M-E-R-A-K-I, the Meraki. 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 Yep. Once an ordinary man, Stephen Paulus became an extraordinary man when he found the unlimited potential power called Meraki. 
On a journey of self-discovery, Stephen finds an ancient a temple in the Middle East country of Zion that contains the secret of the way an ancient civilization believed to have existed over 2,000 years ago. They were believed to have accomplished great feats of human achievement beyond what a human mind can dream or fathom because they were empowered by the Meraki. When called upon and tapped into, this uh, power becomes kinetic in the individual and amplifies their physical and mental abilities, allowing them unbelievable endurance, supernatural strength, infinite wisdom and knowledge, and inhuman healing capabilities. Now, going through the powers, the unbelievable endurance allows you to withstand outside forces and uh, pressures, tests, uh, circumstances that seem insurmountable and when cripple ordinary humans. The Meraki helps you there. Supernatural strength, what is impossible for normal humans, is made possible through the power, through the power of the Meraki, able to go above and beyond. Infinite wisdom and knowledge allows you to see and understand the true nature of things, situations, circumstances, etc. comes with the ability to discern what proper path to take. And then healing a capability is healing capability. <laughs> um, weakness. Does, does his healing capability heal any and everything? Yes, potentially it can. Okay. Uh, weaknesses is doubt and regular human limits. Um, and the Meraki always battles the forces of the Dominion, an evil army bent on seeking out and destroying the power of the uh, Meraki and enslaving the human race, ruled by the ruthless and cunning leader Archfiend. I like that. You know, this sounds Bam. like a comic book. <laughs> I think I mean, we just came up with our own superhero friends. The Fantastic... Wait, no. Three, yeah, because mine is terrible. No, 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 Flapjack Man. Yeah. Yeah, he feeds them. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have a cook. He's like, the instantly, chef. Instantly, instantly. They, they all eat breakfast every meal and they want snacks. Elevensies, Flapjacks. See, that's the, that's, that was my original idea because I love breakfast for dinner. There you go. There you go. This I is mean, one you know, we've got, I would say... That would be the leader. What was the name of your character? The Meraki. The Meraki. The Meraki. That could possibly. I think that's a leader. Um, Scalf. I don't know. Your Kaplunker guy. Ker- no, he's <laughs> from the planet Kerflunkel. Kerflunkel. Um, but his name. His name is Dark Matter Man. Oh, what was his? What's his uh, alter ego? Um, nobody knows. He was a scientist. Oh. Oh well, he's from Kerflunkel, so yeah, they probably have names there. No, it's just like grunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we I think we got the start of something here. Um, I think so. We'll just put some more stuff yeah. down on paper. And uh, and what was your... Oh, yeah, Charzan. Charzan Sensible. Yeah. I don't know. I think mine would be just kind of like the, um, the groups. Um, you would just maybe ask him for like... Like his opinion on things, maybe <laughs> not, not not necessarily like what to do. So but basically, like, it's like Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like, hey, well, we need to go save these people. Uh, what do you think, Charzan? What what would be the best, uh, you know, train tickets right no. about now? <laughs> the sensible play is no play. <laughs> no play. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? There you go. We're uh, actually we're not done with this just yet. Um. I came up with this um, very uh, highly sophisticated mathematical algor- algorithm that I'd like us all to uh, to do. Oh, wow. I'm going to hand this to uh, Rick. Rick, I need you to figure that out real quick and tell us what your superhero name would be. Ah, finally. 
on it first? Can I write on it? Uh, well, don't, don't speak it out. I mean, it's highly sophisticated. Well, I mean, just okay. point, you know, find. Yeah, find the first one, find the second one, and then we want to know what your name would be. Okay, so mine will be. Space Laser. Space Laser. That's my superhero name. That's not a very good superhero name. No, it's pretty weak. What What do you have there, Steve? Really? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't. You can't argue with the algorithm. Orange Muffin. <laughs> That's pretty good. The Orange Muffin. The Orange Muffin. Scalp, what's yours? He can't say it. I can't say mine. What? Why not? Substitute the word. Okay. Yeah! Kick Butt Destroyer. Hey, look at that. Wow. And uh, unfortunately, mine's not much better than Stevie's because I am the orange um, tornado. I guess that, <laughs> it is better than Stevie. Better, better than, than a muffin. Orange muffin. <laughs> Beware! <laughs> he comes. It's the orange muffin. Now, In dozens. The orange muffin. And hang on, I I have another highly sophisticated mathematical algorithm that we'll start over here with Rick. This is uh this would be your villain name. My villain name is. The Bloody Lord. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's, 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 that's wow. pretty cool. That fits you. That fits you. Yeah, yeah. I that's love kinda, it. That's dark. Mine is a very creative name. The Dark Monster. Nice. So the Orange Muffin and then the Dark, dark Monster. monster. Hmm. Jacob? Mine is the Brutal Werewolf. <laughs> I like that's that one, bad. too. Mm-mm. That's pretty no, cool. That's not bad. Uh, I'll share the same first name with Stevie again. So mine would be the Dark Devil. Wow, <laughs> the Dark Devil, guys. That's spooky. <laughs> wow. So we have a Bloody Lord and a Dark Devil, Dark the, Monster, the Dark Monster, and some sort of werewolf, the brutal the one. Werewolf. Not just any werewolf, a brutal one. So those are some cool names. That's um, pretty sweet. Let's uh, <laughs> what, what do you get there? <laughs> the bouncer. Great. So I have. Is he a dress? <laughs> so I have a book called "The League of Regrettable Superheroes." Uh, so one of them is Doctor Hormone. <laughs> just a few of them. Doctor Vampire. Doll Man. Uh, let's see here. Dynamite Thor. Well, let's skip ahead. Nature Boy. Nature Whoa. Boy. Wait, I think that Alter was already Rick Flair. He's going to watch Planet Earth with me. Mindbender, The Sentinels, Spy Man. Oh, yeah. Spy Man? Pat he, Parker, Warners. The what? The Warners. Warners. That's kind of cool. Spy Man. Hmm. It's a neat little book I got from Loot Crate a while back. Loot Crate? Yeah. Get your crate. Not a sponsor. Hmm. Not yet. But we'd be fine with that. Yeah, we would. I'd Call like us at 812. I would like a little crate in here. Um so so y'all, we're going to we're going to call that main event done. Done. Done and over with. Done. Um so you know, sometimes our main events don't have to be really in depth. 
Uh, sometimes it can be a little. <laughs> I thought it was fun. It was great. I loved it. Thanks. Thanks for helping me. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, no I don't problem. Think the, um, I lost hope, and then you guys regave me. Hope. We were your new hope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pun intended. New hope. All right. So let's. Uh, main event is now officially over. We're closing the books on that. Go ahead and seal that up. And we're gonna move right along. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna do that again. <laughs> that was a great door. Was that door? Yeah. Was that like one of those automatic? Uh huh. Star Trek doors. Yeah. Wait, how do they? Do or that? Star Wars. Star Trek's just kind of like a. How Star Trek go? I don't know. It's just like a. Wow. It's, it's like it's filtering itself. Wow. 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 Did you hear that door? It's so silent. Um, let's move on to randomness. All right. And I actually went ahead and I talked about my randomness in the. Uh, in the certified fresh news, Did I gotta find really? I gotta find some more. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. I just read yeah. right through. My All right, Rick. Ni- my Nintendo Yo, thing was gonna be. Check this out: King Kong beat out Logan. What? Yeah, you stole no my random. <laughs> How much did it make? Uh, sixty-one mil. Wow. I even wrote it down. No, but 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 you'll like this. Stevie will like this, and uh, I Shannon. Cause I, I know. Hiles wasn't born. Okay, Titanic. Heard Man in Black, Austin Powers, Goodwill Hunting, Con Air, Spawn, Liar Liar, and Fifth Element. What do you guys think about those movies? What do they have something in common? Some yes, they good. do. Um, I don't know. What is it? They came out 20 years ago, 1997. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's been that long. Wow. So it's a depressing randomness because I saw most of those in the theater. Yeah, I remember watching Spawn. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of them. Yeah, they're pretty good. Fifth Element is one of my. Yeah. You know, Steve, yeah, we years love ago. that movie. Yeah, tw- I, yeah, I know. We're all depressed right now. <laughs> I just want to say happy birthday to uh, Steve Harris from Iron Maiden. He turned 61 today. Wow. Because he doesn't listen some, to this. No, but I got something some for randoms. Scalp. This is pretty sweet. Cause, All right. Because I love toys. You, you guys know I love toys. Yeah. The Power Rangers, the Megazord. Mm-hmm. Differences between the movie and the old school Megazord. Mm-hmm. You're going to find out because I'm going to tell you. All right. Booyah. All right. So the T-Rex. Um, Stevie's really interested in this randomness. The T-Rex in the old show was the head and the torso. In the movie, the head and the shoulders. Pterodactyl, P is silent. Chest and wings. And uh, in the movie, wings and the weapons. For the new one? Yep. You guys don't care. (laughs) I I need my own soundbite. I I care. Mastodon, it was the back and the arms in the Mm -hmm. old school show. Right, right. In the new movie is the right leg. Mm, This is the right leg. The right (laughs) leg. The triceratops. was the right leg. Was the left leg. Left leg. In the old school show. And now it's still the left leg. Mm. And the saber tooth tiger. Was the right leg. Was the right leg. And now it's the torso. So which one's the head? Uh, the T-Rex. Her- is the T-Rex re- is still, the, still head. the head. Okay. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. Knees I thought that was pretty neat because I love toys. You lost me at T-Rex. I lost you at T-Rex. You, I thought we were talking about the new Jurassic World movie there. No. For yeah. Hey, you want to hear something funny? Now, you know I'm always dun, talking. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Go, go, Power Rangers. I'm talking about... Uh, Planet Earth and all that stuff. I love nature shows. 
Now they're gonna do Blue Planet Part Two, which was the same thing, but like water, you know, with the oceans and right, all that. Right, right, right. There's a crab called the Hoff crab, named after David Hasselhoff, because he the crab has a hairy chest. I'm <laughs> serious, bro. Seriously? Like a scientific crab. Wow. And uh. <laughs> That's about as earth shattering as <laughs> Zealandia. <laughs> you guys don't care. <laughs> How can a crab have hair on yeah. it? It's a hairy crab, man. It's, I mean, it's I pretty sweet. I thought it was sweet. all just like a bone. <laughs> uh, who's next? Because you guys are falling asleep. <laughs> okay. What do you got, no, Rev? Rev? Well, I got something else that came out of the South by Southwest Film Festival in Austin. Has to also do with Ridley Scott. Uh oh. Scott confirms to Entertainment Weekly, they are not a sponsor, uh, that he's <laughs> been wanting to do a sequel for a while to the movie. Drumroll. Gladiator. Yes. Really? Yeah. Did not see that coming. I saw that. Uh, yeah, so. Um, Says in this, um, definitely wants Russell Crowe back if Crowe decides that he can do it. The character, of course, died at the end of the... Spoiler if you haven't seen it. Character, uh, the main character dies at the end of the movie, but Scott seems to think that won't be a problem. He says, quote-unquote, I know how to bring him back. I was having this talk with the studio, but he's dead, but there's a way of bringing him, him back. Whether it will happen, I don't know. Gladiator was 2000, so Russell's changed a little bit. He's doing something right now, but I'm trying to get him back down here. Scott wouldn't go into detail about his big idea or mention it. If it ties into the report years ago that Crow had hired Nick Cave to have a shot at the script, which would have seen Maximus in the afterlife. I was going to say, didn't he die? Yeah. My goodness, how's that? Yeah, because I don't know. Hey, I'll I'll sign up for that. I'd watch it. I mean... Yeah, but not, not everybody's Harrison Ford, though. I mean, he what? can't really come back. Harrison no. Ford comes back to a movie, and he's cool. Russell Crowe kind of looks like Val Kilmer now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be mean hey, or nothing. It's just... Val Kilmer's one of my favorites. Yeah, I love Val Kilmer, but... No, you don't. No, the days comment, of you don't. Batman Begins are gone. <laughs> I mean, uh, Batman Returns. And Top Gun. And a Jim... Mo- <laughs> 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 what? Right then, Top Gun. You don't remember that? I do that. Where he did the thing with it. Yeah. It's like, what does that mean? Like, I'm not scared I don't when they were playing volleyball, was it? I remember him making that noise. You don't remember that? It's like, what, are you going to buy Val Kilmer? That would have made that scene completely different if you heard this. I just remember the chomping of his teeth. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, he chomps his teeth at Tom Cruise. He was chewing gum, wasn't he? Goose! I have nothing. Goose. But, yeah. Hmm. Like, that that scene doesn't make any sense, but the movie's awesome. Shout out to the F-14s. Hey, I'll, I'm, I'll do that. It's got Ridley on it. I'll yeah. do that. Is that it? It's it for me. <laughs> All right. Are you done? IBM built an atomic hard drive. It's 100,000 times more efficient than the state-of-the-art. While the rush to keep pace with Moore's Law is getting rather chaotic, 
Researchers at IBM announced on Wednesday that they have drastically reduced the space required to store a bit of information down to that of a single atom. This tiny advancement in storage technology is a big deal, given that modern hard drives need about 100,000 atoms to store a single bit. This development could shrink the size of future storage mediums by an order of magnitude. IBM figures that it can store the entire iTunes catalog, all 35 million tracks, onto a disk the size of a credit card by using this technique. The system uses atoms of homium seated atop a magnesium oxide surface, which keeps the atom's magnetic pole stable even in the presence of other magnets. The orientation of these poles determines whether the atom constitutes a 1 or a 0. To write to this storage system, a microscopic needle induces a current to flip the atom's orientation. Reading the information conversely is simply a matter of measuring the magnetic current passing through each atom, which varies depending on which pole is facing up. But don't expect this technology to show up in the next iPhone, mind you. It currently requires a liquid nitrogen-cooled tunneling electron microscope operating in a vacuum to work. The study was published today in the journal Nature. That doesn't sound very efficient. <laughs> no, it's not. Wow. But there's what a single atom of homium looks like. You know what I see what? there? It looks like a pimple. <laughs> I see a lot of black ink that your printer had to use. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Fortunately, I didn't. Hey, have your to pay printer for broke that. after you printed that. Yeah. Did it catch on fire? No. That's great. Wow. So, what what are you saying? Where's that leading us? I mean, so we're all going to be able to have the entire hard drive of iTunes? Like, yeah. I mean, like on our smartwatch someday. Like, yeah. Eventually. Thanks to atomic hard drives. Wow. That's pretty cool. But it requires a liquid nitrogen-cooled tunneling oh, wow. electron microscope operating in a vacuum to work. So so it's still, it's still got a little bit to go. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to have like this wagon that you pull behind you that has all this stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. And then you'll be set. Hmm. Wow. All right. Hey, uh, cool. have you guys heard of, <laughs> of anti-jokes? Yeah. Type of comedy in which the uses is is set up to expect a typical joke. However, the joke ends with such anti-climax that it's funny. Have you heard about that? I heard some today, maybe. So the lack of punchline is the punchline. Well, let me share a couple of these with you. Please, please it's do. It's just complete randomness, okay? Roses are red. Violets are blue. I have a gun. Get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um... A dyslexic man walks into a bra. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What's <laughs> what's green and has wheels? What? Grass. I, I, <laughs> wait, wait! It wasn't done. <laughs> what's green and has wheels? Grass. I lied about the wheels. <laughs> okay, I'll do this one. What's worse than finding a worm in your apple? What? The Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> what is the biggest lie in the entire universe? What? I have read and agreed to the terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. 
Oh, man, I never thought I'd laugh, laugh at a joke that had oh. the Holocaust in it. <laughs> Let me see if I can find one more. There's this really good one. <laughs> Taking too long. That's it. Uh, <laughs> one more, one more. Okay, one more. Let me, let me find this one that I thought was rather, rather funny. Okay, here it is. Ready? This is another Roses Are Red one. Roses Are Red, Violets Are Blue, I've Got Alzheimer's Cheese on Toast. <laughs> That's your wow. anti-jokes for the day. That's great. My goodness. I really enjoyed that. Yep. <laughs> we spent like an hour or so. Or were you there that night? No, I wasn't. Me and Aaron Wagner. Shout out, Aaron. I know you're listening. Yes. We spent like hours the other night uh, finding these online and laughing. We were the only people in this whole house full of like 20, 30 people laughing at these jokes. <laughs> Some people are just too cool for school and they don't get it. I thought it was great. All right, good. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, okay. This is top-notch. I got bad news. Yes, I heard uh, about this. The uh, Avatar sequel is not going to be hitting theaters in 2018, as we all were hoping. Because um, he's sure. afraid of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I would be, too. I don't... Can we all agree that Avatar was a pretty good movie? Yeah. Mm. Pretty good. Pretty okay. good. So-so. I mean, I... Honestly, Fern I really Gully. liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It didn't... It, it looked great. Story was nothing that hasn't already been told a hundred times. Basically, it was, yeah. you know... Um, oh, what's the... Oh, my God. Dances with Wolves. Yeah, Fern Gully. You know, we, the white man comes and takes... Yeah. You know, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, James Cameron saying that 2018 is not going to happen uh, for the kickoff of his growing science fiction. Now, um... He had filmed on playing. Uh, he had planned on filming two additional sequels. It is now ballooned to four. I wasn't aware of that. Um, so he's got four movies coming out. So that'll be a total of five for his Avatar uh, series. I don't mm. know. Is he gonna? Is he gonna try to turn this into a Star Wars franchise and just? He's been trying to. I mean, he now has his yeah. little. Um, the it world. is his Star Wars. He's got it set up at Disney, right? Yeah, he's it'll the, open this. Summer, I believe. Um, even though the movie came out in two thousand nine, so his his theme park that, that that's a little weird. It took eight years, basically, from the movie mm-hmm. to come out, and it's the biggest all time grossing movie. And it took eight years for him to get something at a theme park. Have you seen the animatronics for that though? I have not. I okay. haven't really Let seen. Let me anything pull that up it. real quick. Um, I just know that like if uh like when Frozen came out and was a huge hit, I mean they had basically a Frozen ride in like a year. Maybe less than a year. I mean, Disney usually capitalizes on these things quickly. And how is James Cameron in bed with Disney? I don't. I, I didn't know that they were connected. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we're gonna have to wait till I guess 2019 before we get to see uh, the sequel to Avatar. This uh, is an animatronic. Oh wow. We are all watching. Yeah, is that Zoe Saldana? Right? Looked legit. Yeah, so that's that's, a, that's the a robot. Anim- animatronics that they're using wow. in Avatar at the uh, park there, in Pandora. So maybe wow. it is going to be. Uh, maybe it is worth seeing. Um, what if you okay. have like long hair and you have it braided? Would that is that going to create a problem if you go through the ride? No. Well, you'll get a discount. Yeah, so you get a ride for free. Want it straight to the front of the line? Yeah. Um. All right. Wow. 
There you go. How much randomness? That's some pretty random. Yeah, like, do you think people are actually looking forward to the, the next one? I, I think it's been so long. I, I just don't know what he's going like, to do. I've I watched the movie multiple times, but it's not a movie that I that – I, like, like there's some that I want to see every year, and I make sure that I watch every year. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. But that one I've not probably watched twice in six or seven years. For me. Yeah, probably not. I've only yeah. seen it once. It's not a big deal to me. I, I do have – I bought the, the Blu-ray. I feel like it's lost its steam. Special. Yeah. I, in a lot of ways, I think it has. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I – I don't know. It's it's hard for me to to label it. I mean, he has a lot of goodwill because you know he makes good movies and mm-hmm. very creative guys. I mean, you know, his name on something's gonna make some money. But yeah. Well, he originally started working on the first Avatar, um, way back in the early nineties. Wasn't like, it like he around was, the abyss and stuff when he was yeah, that, was, like he was working mm-hmm. on like the script and stuff, trying to. But he knew that the technology wasn't there at the time until he saw Golem. In Lord of the Rings, and then he was like, "Technology's there. I can make this movie now." So, but he did have to come up come up with a lot of his own technology, right? Oh yeah, I mean, he basically put 3D on the map, pretty much. I mean, Peter Jackson, like, would you say Peter Jackson developed it and then um, Cameron perfected it? No, that's not fair. Um, I don't know. The I do think that the guy in Avatar, the bad guy, should be Cable. The guy with gray hair? Yeah. The guy that looks like our bass player from church? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I swear. That. He does, he does, does he? I think they look like brothers. Oh, I, I, yeah. I thought of two other bass players first. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't see. I, okay, yes. Um, He's got casting something cool, but I forgot what. He did, didn't he? Uh, what it was, it had to do do with ner- nerdum, but but I forget. So, hmm. moving on. Yep. So I don't know this. You know the sequel we know is not going to be on Pandora. He's supposed to be going to another planet. Uh, the story. Man, how I, is that even? I I don't know. I don't know how that works because supposedly he's got the same people uh, in it. The same blue guy is going to be in it. So do they ride their little falcons to the another planet? I don't know. Who knows? Um. So that's it. That's that's all I'm. I'm done with the. I have no more randomness. What do you guys? You guys have anything else you want to add? No. Scalp, what about you? You're looking. Um, I'm just uh, looking to see what Stephen Lang will be in coming up. Um, yeah, I thought I just read something on a website that said he was going to be in a a movie. You no, know, I think it should, we should. Probably... Oh yeah. For me, um, which I'm finishing this book, Mortal Engines is what, what he's gonna uh, be in. That is Peter Jackson's next. He's not directing it, but his next big production is a book called Mortal, Mortal Engines. Engines. Hmm. Uh, very cool book. I'm getting ready. I have two or three chapters left. It's really neat. But uh, it's about Indians. No. <laughs> At all. Oh. Engines. <laughs> Wait, is that is that racist? Mortal Engines. Uh, Mortal E N G I N E S. Oh. So what's it about? Well, basically, it's a it's it's a futuristic set uh, <laughs> book about a time when 
cities because of how the earth has evolved. It didn't really get to how, you know, but it uh, 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 resources are short, blah, blah, blah. Uh, cities travel. So like London, the book is about uh, 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 London, and it's, it's a movable city, and, and cities prey on other cities for uh, resources. So if there's like, you know, when whenever this, this happened, you know, there's, there's smaller cities, and, and, you know, they all try to, to, to keep away from each other, but it's all about, you know, kind of like a, a survival of the fittest. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it, that's like the background of it. But I mean, really cool story. But his his next, you know, him and his wife are doing the script. You know, he they're, they're putting all their resources in it. He's just not directing it. As far as we know. You know, he, he could pull a Guillermo, get out and let me do it thing like he did for The Hobbit, but. It's pretty interesting, but yeah, Stephen Lang yeah. is a, is gonna be in that, which is cool, I think. Yep, I'll see that. Me I'll too. see that for a dollar. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. I don't have anything. I'm good. No more randomness for me. Could talk about Volkswagen. No, never mind. Um, <laughs> those are immortal engines. The Volkswagens. Yeah. Oh, are they? Okay. Very good. <laughs> All right, so we are done with ra- uh, with uh, randomness. So now it's uh... a. <laughs> not sure what that soundbite was. Uh, we're ready to move on to. Uh, do we have a soundbite for this one? No. No. Okay. So it's time for the seeable truth. Seeable truth. Well, I was. Hopefully you can remember my short little uh, origin story here because this actually points to the seeable truth here. Okay. Uh, if you didn't catch some of the things in it, there were some uh, that's where you allusions were to uh, biblical things in here. Oh, you pulled a fast one on me. Yes. For instance, I didn't catch it. The word Meraki is a Greek word meaning to do something with soul, creativity, or love. That's the word. Uh, to, so to do something with love. Um, the ordinary man, Stephen and Paulus, Stephen and Paul, were examples. Um, on a journey of self-discovery, Stephen finds an ancient temple in the Middle East country of Zion. Mm-hmm. I cut that. Well, that's, yeah, I Contains the that. secret of the way. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's uh, an ancient civilization believed to have existed over 2,000 years ago. Is this our book? Your book? Could eventually uh, work into that. So, but we know, you know, that it's an ancient a civilization believed to have existed. We know that it's, to, you know, if we're talking about Christianity, it still exists. So, go into the superpowers here. Okay. One, infinite wisdom and knowledge. Right. So that was one. John fourteen twenty six says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. Luke 12, 11, 12, When you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, the dominion, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. So basically, the thought of, we are all Stephen and Paul's. So we are the ordinary of people who are basically all on a journey of self-discovery to be extraordinary with the source of that being this belief system that's, you know, formulated through the, you know, I mean, I'm not going to get into all that stuff, but 
I, I try to pull as many uh, biblical things out of here. You know, for instance, if you look at the weaknesses, I said doubt. Because mm-hmm. we're supposed to have, we're supposed to be people of faith. Yep. Human limits. We are limited in, in our finite minds, but yet God is not limited. So we actually, and I use words potential as in that's what, what is potential energy? It's, it's energy when yeah. something's at rest. Yeah. So guess what? Yeah. We all have the same potential but the meraki power is kinetic which means it's not at rest it's it's the energy in motion which means we all have this potential power through god that it is at rest until we give our lives to it and let the holy spirit empower us so that's infinite wisdom knowledge we we don't have that but yet through god we can tap, tap into that there's supernatural strength right ephesians 6 t- 10 through 18, finally, be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might, which is a powerful phrase. Put on the whole armor of God that you may able that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the uh, devil. I mean, we go on, you know, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic uh, powers over this present darkness. You know, right. so you go to that. Unbelievable endurance. 1 Corinthians 10, uh, 13, no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with that temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So we have this unbelievable endurance that we don't have Mm -hmm. on our own, but yet we find in him. And also, of course, healing capability, Matthew 10, 1 Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and, and sickness. So you have, you know, I tried to to play off this thought of, you know, Stephen Paulus is, an or, you know, just like the disciples were, they were ordinary. They were ordinary. They were not top of their class. They weren't. They were the guys who at one point in time were told, hey, you're not going to succeed as rabbis, which was the, the pinnacle of jobs you know, uh, in that time. So guess what? Go home and learn your family business. So they were fishermen, tax collectors, blah, blah, blah. So they weren't the top-notch anything. They were ordinary men. But yet fast forward through the Gospels to Acts, and you find out they did extraordinary things. So you have you know Peter, who was a hothead, and he's anger management, but yet he's given this sermon on that day in which thousands of people are led to the Lord at that moment. So you have this guy who's uneducated who was told that he wasn't going to measure up. He needed to go home and be a fisherman, learn the family business. But yet here he is preaching these things. And what was the, uh, uh, their response? How can he, you know, this is coming from this man, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole point being we all have this untapped uh, potential. You know, it's just like John fourteen twelve, my favorite verse. Truly, truly, I say unto you, the works that I do, you can do, and even greater works than these, because I go to the Father. That's, that's Jesus speaking to his disciples, but he's really speaking to us. You know, we are, all are on that path mm-hmm. where we are ordinary, but yet can do extraordinary things. Not because of our own abilities, although, you know, God, God gives us, because he has empowered us to be a greater witness and to do uh, greater things. So that was my, the basis of my superhero was all this idea of, um, you know, that's things in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're out there and you think that you're ordinary. Well, guess what? God doesn't believe that you are. Right. He created you for a, sp- a specific uh, uh, purpose and place. Um, 
you know, you are empowered to do things beyond what you can think or imagine. And he's proven to, to do that through time. He used ordinary men that eventually it said they turned the world upside down. Yeah. So that's my seeable truth there. And I think what, how I gravitate toward conflicts is because to me they are modern day uh, parables. Mm-hmm. I was going to go the Superman route and pull out how his story is very is like a messianic story, um, but I thought I'd try to make up my one, my own th- that would fit just for this little thing that you know work. God gives us these things mm-hmm. uh, to do uh, to be he- uh, heroes ourselves, you know, in a certain way. But uh, uh, so it's there. So you know, run run toward him. Uh, because it's true. I mean, you know, Jesus called the twelve and gave them authority. Well, guess what? He's doing the same thing to us. He gave us the same authority. Greater works that I did, and even greater things you can do. Why? Because we are all, you know, uh, us together can do awesome things. So, yeah, that's my my simple truth. Hopefully, I was trying to be. I, I or I mean, I was really hoping nobody caught that, so I could bring it uh, later. But, you know, it would have been fine. But, uh, yeah, that's Siebel Truth. That was good. I did not catch it. Yeah, you did. I know. I feel like I was duped by the ref. <laughs> <laughs> rev, not ref, rev. Um, it, it, yeah, but I remember you saying that stuff, and it never even clicked. Man. Did you Did you get it? Uh, I I caught a lot of it. I was like, I know where he's, I know what he's doing. This is gonna be his seeable truth stuff. I thought it was just kind of like a coincidence. (laughs) I was like, man, I wonder if he knows that. No, I didn't even know that. (laughs) Um, Man, good. Yeah, that was good. Uh oh. Do a good whole song there. <laughs> oh, that's great. I've listened to that like 30 times today. Good job, Rick. Uh, all right. Yeah, so take your hair on. That's all I got. Well, I don't have anything else. <laughs> Shannon, you look like you're about to pass out. No, it's that heat. It's because it's hot in here. No, it's, uh, it's so good. Um, all right, little, uh, oh my goodness. ladies and gentlemen, I think I think we're done. I think we're going to call this show good. Um, once again, we'd like to uh, ask everyone to uh, Scott, if you got the list for us. You kind of have this memorized better than I, I do. Need to. I if you have a chance, eight one two. You can get on. Hit Facebook. us up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah Facebook.com/slash NerdOutcast, uh, NerdOutcast4 at gmail.com. Um, I thought I took a picture of the phone number, but I think I lost it again. If you have a chance to rate us, you know we'd appreciate a five star rating. That always that always helps. Yes, please. Um, rate us on iTunes. Absolutely. Call our uh, our made up phone number that we have somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's on our Facebook account. Um, you know, leave us a message. Uh, 
let us know what you guys want us to talk about. We might throw yeah. something down as a main event or yeah. some randomness. We'll post. I'll, I'll try and remember to post the uh, phone number on Facebook. Facebook.com slash nerdoutcast. Yeah. All right. So if we don't have anything else, uh, Scalp, why don't you uh, take us there? Everybody, have a good day, good week. Keep your pattern dry.